Welcome to 3 Leader Thursdays, everyone. It's Mike here. This week, we've got a really special episode with Luke Barrett. For those that don't know Luke, he owns Buck Hamblin, which is a coffee shop just south of Sydney and north of Wollongong. If you haven't been there, you should check it out. Um, in the episode, we cover things such as why he chose Marvel Street, um, just the stresses and frustrations of building out a cafe, especially in a really old building. We get into some of his interests, such as cycling and ultra marathons, and yeah, he's, he's he's got a really rich history in coffee and hospitality. So we delved a little bit into that too. So it's a really fun episode. We had a great time. It was really spontaneous. I won't give too much more away. Just let's get on with the show. Welcome to Three Little Thursdays. A Marvel Street podcast. We did that first time. I know that was, and we went in the right order. No, yeah, yeah, that's cool. We've got a surprise visit from Luke Barrett. So it's, a, it's a midweek midweek uh, episode. It is. It is. Appreciate you guys uh, messing around the podcast schedule for me. <laughs> hey, it's awesome. Uh, lucky that we're all here at the same time. So so great to have you. Thanks that's for good. walking in. Oh, mate, it's good to be here. How's your holidays? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. Um, what are you up to? So I'm staying up on the Gold Coast at the moment. Uh, I've got a good friend who's in the Commonwealth Games. Um, competing. So competing, yeah. Competition. Which, which event? Uh, 5K and 10K on the track. Um, oh, so wow. she ran the 10K last night um, and 5K on Saturday, but I'm going home tomorrow. How'd she go? Yeah. How'd she go? Uh, not her best, um, but... What are the conditions like up there? Uh, it was pretty good. Pretty good conditions. Um, yeah, just kind of... 10K is hard though, isn't it? You, you know, it's like... Yeah. It's, it's, well, maybe the 5K is harder. I, I think I'd prefer to run a 10 than a 5. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 5 oh, just sounds like a world of pain to me. Well, five, oh, five's like from the garden, isn't it? It's all hurt. It's just like a long sprint, isn't it? Oh, if yeah. you're racing... A 15-minute long sprint, 15-minute long sprint, mm. basically. Yeah. Isn't it's brutal. It? It's brutal, yeah. 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 It's lactic acid from yeah, the world. It go. is, it is. Yeah, there's so much so. pain there, man. All right, cool. Well, I'm right. glad you could get up and see her. Yeah, and yeah, come down cool. and see us. Yeah, it's, right. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Um, for, for all of you out there, Luke's um, one of our favorite customers. I mean, all of our customers are favorite, but you know, it's awesome. We always get great <laughs> feedback from you, and it's always nice to. Well, I think we all enjoy sending you coffee, so it's uh, nice to have you. Um, you have a cafe down in the Rule. Yes, correct. Uh, called Buck Hamlin, mm. uh, serving great coffee. Uh, how's that going? It's it's a it's a question I get asked a lot, <laughs> um, uh, and e- like even from when 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 I first opened, um, people are genuinely interested, um, and so want to know, right? It's yeah. a it's a good question. I actually think that owning a cafe is something that most people would consider doing. Yeah, I think so too. I think ah, a lot of people... It's like, it's like running a marathon. Maybe I could do that. A lot of people see it as being within their grasp, I think, and but naively understanding what it requires. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's just because there are so many cafes. It's like, oh, well, there's, there's a lot of them, so why can't I do it? But also I think it's, it, you know, it's an extension of hospitality of your own house. So, you know, so if you're really hospitable at home and you enjoy having people around and you cook for them yeah. and you enjoy having people at your home then yeah it's kind of like an extension of that i think for sure too that um people um people spend a lot of time in cafes and really enjoy it and so um there's there's 
very little barriers to entry into cafe ownership, right? You don't need to be qualified. You don't need... Just GST. GST, right? <laughs> yeah, <you just> need, <laughs> By that stage, you're already in it. Deep pockets, yeah, right? That's it. Uh, so, um, yeah, so people, people are interested, right? Um, so... Um, yeah, and and, and it's, I think it's an easy to understand business. Yeah. Do you know, like, it's like yeah, yeah. people come in, you know, they, <laughs> it's, they order they, coffee. They give they you pay, the money. They yeah. pay for it. <laughs> and it's, it, it's, it's not complex. Yeah. Though, the bar- yeah. So you're right. Yeah. The barrier to entry. Yeah. If, you, if you've got no problem being, if you're interested in being nice to people and looking after them, then it, it, it does seem really easy. Yeah. And say, like, oh, I can, I can do that all day. Yeah. So, oh. what, so what are some of the... Are you when you opened, you opened with a bang, like you were just busy from work. I think yeah. I think you were ahead of the bell curve. Yeah, definitely. In in uh, in the rule, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And it was an exciting side, and you know. And, yeah. Uh, so the, the I think what helped me a lot too was um, the shop that I took over was um, it had been an old shoe shop in the town from like the forties, um, and it'd been vacant for fifteen years prior to us taking it over. Um, but still had all the old fit out and stuff. And we kept a lot of that stuff. And um, But people hadn't been inside for like 15 years. So I think we, we capitalized on that kind of yeah. the brand of Buck Hamlin yeah. before we'd, we'd even done anything, right? When, yeah. you, when you opened and did that, did you post up a lot of photos of you guys doing the fit out? I, can't, I have this feeling I've seen a lot of them, but like yeah. before I worked here. Right. Before yeah. I came to town. Yeah, I, I kind of... I, I, took the like heavily sarcastic route with with instagram prior to opening you did such a great job by and, the way. <laughs> it, was, it was yeah just um taking the piss of you know how long building takes and how much everyone asking you that question yeah what's right. that question yeah what are you opening? yeah what are you opening, right? how's business so, going what are you opening yeah so uh <laughs> you should uh, check it out yeah, the, the, i suppose the other question is when are you due yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah same thing um so so yeah i think because of because of the shop's history uh we we did well in the early days just from people wanting to come in and be back in the store that they used to buy their school shoes from or um yeah, awesome. see what we'd done with the place and uh we'd sort of um uh deconstructed the old original fit out uh we had to do like ludicrous amounts of work to the building structurally and um to kind of get it up to current day standards but we repurposed a lot of the old fit out so kind of has a bit of that old old charm and hey, you're one of the uh, one of our few customers that owns the building and owns the shop mm, yeah and, and you can see the difference um as a whole as a whole product you know that common goal yeah you, you know you own the building and you own the name and you own the you know you it's beautiful yeah it's a yeah. beautiful shop yeah and it's i think it, in that sense it, it at least in the beginning and, and still now it feels like much more of a long-term investment so yeah. um you know in building the benches it was more kind of like um I, I think it's it's easy to see places that are set up um and you can see that it's they're a, not going to last well right. there's a there's a lease term as well yeah you know, that that short-term thing yeah if anyone's out there that wants to open a cafe for a short term you know i it's difficult. I think it's, you know, just, you know, I think a long-term view is, is right. You know, it's, mm. it does um, great things for your vision and, you know, the process. Um, you know, and I think the short-term view is, is not realistic. You know, yeah. you know, it can be really difficult. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the long-term view, you, you make decisions that are for the long-term. Definitely, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I know, I know when Laurie opened all wheels, it was a, you know, his brain was in the two year realm. But I'm like, well, don't do it if you're going to be in two mm. years. Like, just, just, that's not, because you've got to be thinking for the next owner and the next owner yeah. and the next owner. Yeah. You know, at least two owners down the road mm. for it to be. Yeah. And I, even on that, like, I'm, I'm really, I'm just coming up on two years now. And it really only feels like now I'm getting an understanding of what I can do, where my place is, how to run a business, kind of really only. Yep. really starting to put down roots. Well, I think that 10,000, is it 10,000 hours? 10,000 hours, yeah. 10,000 hours is, is, is yeah. rings true. I mean, you, with owning a cafe, you could almost clock <laughs> that up in a year, but <laughs> in two years. You know, I honestly get excited when you post something on Instagram or you send us a message because the enthusiasm's there. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for serving yeah. coffee. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it's it's one of those ones where like I've been in in hospitality in in coffee for um, a long time and um, I, I when the opportunity came to do my own thing um, I took it and I knew that that's what I wanted to do and um, I remember I, the phone call actually when you rang oh uh, yeah so do I yeah. that was cool that was quite cool that was cool I just filled out like the inquiry form on yeah. the on the website I think it was quite funny because I you know I was like oh, this guy sounds awesome. I really want you to serve our coffee. And you're like, oh, this sounds yeah. like a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah. I think we're both a little bit nervous about about making sure we, 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 we achieve, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. get to work together. Yeah, the point. for sure, for but, um, sure. Um, tell, yeah. tell us a little bit about Thoreau. For those that are listening at home, it, um, it's a pretty unique little town, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so Thoreau's like uh, just south of, Sydney, um, no longer in Sydney. It's like the good part um, of Wollongong, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it really is. The northern suburbs. Yeah. Um, so these days there's a lot of money there too. Um, like house prices, it's a million dollars to buy a house. Um, and that's, I think that's a product of people leaving Sydney with Sydney money. It's commutable. Yeah, it's commutable. It's like you can Within an hour, jump on the train, and you're in, you're in um, Central Station in an hour. So um, yeah, it's doable. Um, but so it's like, it's, we're, on the, we're on the beach um, we've got kind of a big, it's kind of geographically wedged between like a big mountain, like escarpment and the coast. Um, so it's a pretty narrow pocket of, of kind of buildable land. Um, so it's got a really kind of nice community feel. And um, Thoreau's kind of the um, the first kind of substantial shopping, um, substantial just in the sense that it's got a post office and a supermarket and a bank and um the first stop north of Wollongong, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and south of Sydney. Um, so yeah, right. Uh, I've never considered mm. that. That's right. South of like Sutherland. Yeah. So if people are looking for like a day trip out of oh, Sydney, that's Ellen's kind Berg. of a yeah. It's a super convenient place to kind of land, and there's shops and beach and stuff to do. So, um, so if you had to change something right now, what would it be in uh, the business? In the business? Whoa, heavy question. Uh, look, I think the. Uh, going back to the original question how's business um business is really tough like it's uh it's i've been in hospital for a long time never owned a place um had i think as uh, about as good a preparation to, yeah, in opening to yeah. open a business as, as you could a have fir- as a first timer as a first timer but it's still more work yeah. um harder work um it's just it's relentless it's like yeah. having kids right there's no break um there's so many decisions Every day. Yeah, and as a small business owner, they kind of all rest on your shoulders too, yeah. right? You can't, I know the feeling. Um, and, uh, that wears you out. Yeah, and I think um, 
Yeah, it's a difficult question. What would I change right now? Because so much of your instinct as a as a business owner and as you know, you have a vision for what your cafe wants to be like. And like ten times out of ten, that's a busy cafe, right? Yeah. Um, nobody nobody opens up a cafe with a with a vision of it being empty. You know? <laughs> like, like that's that's not what you do. What you do. Um, and so, so much of my my instinct wants to say, if I could choose, like, to change one thing, I'd be busier, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, and, a, that's that's a result, though, isn't it? That's like yeah, totally. And and that that's um, I'm not sure that that's kind of the goal. I think the lesson I'm learning in business these days is that uh, running an efficient business. Yeah. Is, there's obviously a point <laughs> at which you need to that you need to be busy enough. Totally. I've 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 never I've never done the numbers or spoke business to the guys at Lecce down at down in Yeba but you know I always like my you know you you, you know how you um, perceive someone's situation you know the guys in Yeba Lecce seem to have the right the right setup like for me they so they so they have Tuesdays off every week you know as far as a lifestyle cool. business is concerned they yeah. have Tuesdays every week they're just close they're happy if everyone else goes somewhere else for that day cool. come back on Wednesday then they'd have two holidays a year nice so like a you know like a you know, I think they do blues and they do mm. splendor cool and they do a holiday they have two or three breaks in the year they do yeah. Christmas New Year don't they it's yeah but like, they still have Tuesdays off yeah I mean they do like a Christmas holiday right don't they yeah um, like well, two post, weeks then post Christmas post Christmas yeah and then so many know. holidays but this is the point is how many holidays do they have but this is the point is, is that how, how do you create a sustainable business yeah. and, and you've got to take breaks yeah totally and, and if you don't have that structured into your business you know really it's just rent and insurance and maybe some electricity yeah you know it's does that make sense so if yeah, you actually totally. structure it into yeah, your yeah, business yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not the biggest expenses it's the yeah. labour is your biggest expenses absolutely and um, uh, yeah but I think um, if you're going to operate a cafe, if I was to operate a cafe with a family again, I'd definitely, you know, do it that way. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I heard it a lot from um, a guy I used to work for uh, when he, like, he ran a, a successful business, really busy shop, um, and people would always say, "Oh, you need a bigger shop. You should, you know, take over next door." And his comment would always be like, "Oh, bigger shop, bigger problems." Yeah. Um, Keep and, what you wish for. Yeah, and like talking to guys who you know run successful cafes or restaurants and write rosters for you know forty staff every week, and um, I'm not sure that big is better. Big is better. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's definitely uh, a sweet spot, but you've got to design the business because it's a lifestyle, lifestyle business, right? Totally, it's a lifestyle yeah. business. But then, but then the lifestyle stops at seven days a week, ten hours a day. Yeah, you know. So how do you, you know, how do you? you know remodel that so that it works you only get people that you trust to run it but then there's that there's that you know break even point yeah goes up yeah exponentially yeah. right absolutely you're only really keeping a dollar or two per ten that is 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 being yeah you know processed through the yeah. business yeah so. yeah maybe society just needs to be remodeled to be more patient though because you know like yeah. when you go to tokyo or something and people are lining up Everything, I like lo- you know what, I love it. Lines everywhere, and they're all just happy to wait half an hour because this place is just the new hot thing or whatever, and they just lined up. No one looks unhappy. It's same in America, right? You yeah. go to California and there's the, the, the bakery. Like I wouldn't want to do it every day for my coffee, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah. I don't. I think you're right. You don't need to open a bigger shop. 
just yeah. to please everybody. Yeah, but, I, but, but also I think that you could run the bigger shop and you still have the same problems. Profitability totally. still, yeah. You know, there's obviously a certain amount of money you you need to turn over to be profitable. Yep. And those percentages are based around your statutory expenses. Yeah. But then, so once you get to break even or close to break even, it really is a thing about. You know, if you have 100 customers or 200 customers a day, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. You know, 150 customers a day is all you need. And right? that's, yeah, and that's... <laughs> like spending 15, 20 bucks each. That's yeah. all you need. And yeah. if you're getting that, if you're already getting that, then it's not you need to get busier. Yeah. It's, you need to like figure out where it's all going. You know, yeah. just plug some holes in that leaky yeah. columnar. It's like a f- efficient business, I think, is is the lesson that I'm learning rather than like as, as, as a kind of metric of success yeah. rather than you know turnover or you know kilos or whatever um yeah yeah so i don't know what i'd change man um i think i'm 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 at the moment what i like so right now my shop's shut um and that's a that's a change i've made um because i think i i used to um very much trade um out of fear of what might happen if i didn't try and please everyone um, hey, you know, if you can't, if you're not producing something that's awesome that you know people got to come back for, I mean, that's what you do anyway, right? Yeah. You get great customer service, great coffee. People got to miss you when you close. But yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, totally. You know, so there should be no fear in in closing. Yeah, a day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it feels really nice. Awesome. Um, feels really nice. And you have a break with the family. You can yeah, be present. Totally. You yeah. know, the dishwasher's not going to break, or yeah. or if it has, you know, you got to worry about it <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. <right. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so it's good. I'm in a good, I'm in a good spot with with life and business right now. I think. How do you fit all your running? I heard you doing ultras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a pastime I've undertaken that would probably be better suited to a lifestyle that wasn't already so full. Um, yeah, I started running. Uh, I've always kept fit. Um, grew up cycling. I think we actually used to ride together. I think we did. Yeah, it was about probably the crossover. Even I just remember Warren one. Scott being yeah. the being the link to that young brigade <laughs> i know right yeah 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 he used to I'm be so sure. fast like he'd like he'd like blow me to sprint in yeah. restricted gears <laughs> <laughs> yeah crazy um but yeah so I've, I've, yeah i've been uh running running ultras for about 12 months now um yeah i did a did a 45k run in the blue mountains like two days ago um mount solitary ultra that was cool um, how, how did that feel I've st- it still feels good in my legs. <laughs> it hurt, man. Um, yeah. It's like five and a half hours. And, yeah, right. Um, What's yeah. the altitude of Mount Solitary? Uh, I think it gets up to about two thousand meters, yeah, and it was, wow. it was so it was forty-five k's. Did and you feel it? About uh, you felt oh, the I'm sure. It just hurt. The whole thing hurt. So <laughs> hurt from the gun. Yeah, it was it was the whole so it was like two and a half thousand meters elevation the whole whole race to over forty five k over forty five k so it's pretty intense. steep yeah it's yeah. a lot of climbing um, so it's like a marathon longer than a marathon with elevation of like Kosciuszko yeah basically. sea level too yeah yeah, yeah. wow mm. but it's fun I I really enjoy it I think uh, what do you do for nutrition uh, um just a mix of kind of different stuff coffee still uh so um so i I drove up on saturday afternoon slept in my car um brewed some coffee in the morning over the race and then uh uh, ran and uh, yeah so just kind of a mix of gel like what i eat is like some sort of energy gels and bars and 
um i did a race in new zealand at the start of the year and i think i had too many gels and i just kind of bogged got too just too just much just tummy goes yeah started wonky, saying hey? no which one did you yeah. do new zealand uh, it's called tarawera yeah right. it's like 100 k's over there yep um, i think i saw a photo of you running in that is that maybe the photo that we saw Mm, not sure. I don't know. You're running with a, with a mate? Yeah, with, I think that might have been a local one around Thoreau. Okay, right. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, it was just one of the I'll, ones I'll, on Strava. Oh, uh, right. I'll, I'll yeah, cool, cool. gel. Joe's been making his own gels. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just How are they going? To, yeah, pretty good, actually. I um, Caffeine's the key. I've realized, like, I started, I experimented with uh, sort of an organic whole food gel, which I just was like, dates and yeah. uh blackstrap molasses for some minerals and some uh what else did i have in there some honey and some berries for antioxidants cool. and kind of the antioxidants know, keep it fresh too right? yeah so and keep, it fr- keep it not from going off or yeah and some pear pears actually surprisingly low gi and then oh, oats right. Um, so it kind of covered a broad spectrum of um, GI cool. uh, for instant and for long going and it tastes great. Did it, did it work um, after that conversation so, had, right? So the first couple of tries with it weren't amazing. Like I could, the energy was there, but it just wasn't available. So then caffeine, Espresso. added caffeine wow. into it and the whole thing, the whole sort of concept was derived to taste pretty decent with espresso like when i first built it i was like cool. okay you know i want these sort of caramelly this is an ad for flavors. marvel street ultra gel <laughs> yeah come to your stores now <laughs> it's a cacao in there Decaf- as well, not so. available cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right did you use thunderbird or daily grind uh i actually used a single of course you did right well Lasmerelda, yeah. probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't, i think it might have been diva Diva Spro, um, it was yeah, it was. Just, I just by, by I, the way, I wasn't selective. Did you did you have the gel on that effort that you did around the corner and you like blew your PB times? Yeah, that was the morning I realised that that, it works. that caffeine was the key. <laughs> so ran so like five k so, at like you know fifteen seconds per k quicker than what it normally does, so or thirty good. seconds per quicker. Yeah, it was like like I've never yeah, run five k at I think I've like three oh four pace or something. <sighs> Which is smoking, <laughs> outrageous. And it was raining. Like, wasn't it, it? They, they weren't. It wasn't a solid five k effort. Let, let's. I'm not running like a just slightly <laughs> north of fifteen minute five k's, but um, it was interval work. But at three oh four pace, like yeah, that's, do you see how coffee makes this better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was outrageous. So um, anyway, that's. I'm working on that. Cool. I'll, I'll let you in on. The uh, recipe. If I, have, if, I happily guinea pig that stuff. <laughs> yeah, delivery is a bit tricky. Uh, I, I vacpacked it myself, and they tend to spill a little, yeah, <laughs> which is not fun. So you vacpack them in, in individual doses. Yeah, and then just rip into them. But uh, they go down way nicer than the gels. Like you know, I used to get sick on those gels. Gels. Feel, I, I would just feel. Gels to I just needed to go to the toilet quickly. Yeah. Gels don't you know do mm, my gut very no, much. That's straight through me. I used to find dates and sesame bars work. Yeah. Mm. And a banana. Yeah. Water. Mm. No. Anyway. Yeah. Coffee. We, <laughs> coffee. Coffee. Coffee is the key. You know, tell me, Luke, I, um, you're one of the, the best uh, cafes we have as far as communication, two-way. Like, I, 
Yeah, I, I do a lot of the liaising with cafes and I really feel like you're engaged cool. with Marvel Street, which is awesome. Um, and to me, I think that's a path to better coffee for everyone. Like we certainly learn from you. Cool. But uh, how, how do you find it? Like, was, is that a conscious decision or, or is that just like you just want to know more? Yeah, right? I mean, I think um, like I... I, I I genuinely love coffee, <laughs> which helps, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, like, uh, maybe not in your books, but there's like, there's, there's a hand, like bucket loads of people who open cafes and don't love hospitality and coffee, right? Yeah. Um, so I think I've got, I think that's plays to my benefit. Um, and uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, it, look, it's not like a calendar reminder that goes off. It's like, you know, give feedback to the Marvel Street boys um it's you know I, I, I appreciate what you do and um you know I think I get I get a bit of that kind of um I understand what it's like to receive feedback on stuff mm-hmm. um from my point of service and so um you know to give that back to you guys seems sort of natural and um and I get excited about stuff too, right? If I'm in, if I'm in the shop in the morning and coffee's tasting good, um, and you know, no one's there to share it with, like, yeah, we yeah. text to the to the big boss. Nico it, mean, and, it means a lot. It's oh, so cool. It's and so yeah, nice. Joe does a, a great job of making sure we all hear it as well. Oh, cool. He share, yeah. shares all those comments. Yeah. Awesome. You know, but it's kind of like when you're behind the coffee machine, someone goes, "Oh, that was a really nice espresso." And you're like, "Cool, thank you." Yeah, <laughs> right? of course. Um, yeah. Thanks, but um, yeah. you know, for us. We're here. We're quite insulated. insulated. Yeah, and we, totally. And we we feel like we're doing a great job, and we we try really hard. And of course, we could do better always. Um, but it's really nice to hear that. Yeah, and I guess, I guess it's a it's a it's like I've worked in a in a roastery before too, and so I, I understand that kind of seclusion in that kind of feedback yeah. loop or what the potential of. Um, and well, so, so what we try and do with that with the communication is strip away all of the communication that is boring. Do I say? Yeah, so yeah, so, like, yeah, so yeah. All, all the community has like, where's my coffee? Just check the email <laughs> because you got that. Let's save communication for the important stuff. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, know, yeah. And, and and you know, so it frees up. Hopefully, it frees up some brain space for an open channel, which we're finding it is happening, right? Mm. You know, like yeah. a lot, a lot, you know, the, we're no longer getting those text messages or phone calls saying, "Where's my coffee?" Or I didn't order this, or well, I ordered this and didn't, and didn't get it. And you know, that's been that's been. Joe's Joe's been really great in organizing yeah, and ensuring cool. that happens. Yeah. I think the other thing for me too is that um, like I, I, I suspect it's true of a lot of small business but in cafes in particular um, it's like business is done on relationship, right? Like, yeah. Um, and so yeah. um, like I think you guys producing the best coffee going around but i also like i want to do business with people who are doing good business yeah um and so you're not just a you know i'm not just ordering off a website of catalog of roasted coffee roasted by you know yeah. any number of people it's like well i know that you know the boys are up on the coast doing the doing no, no, their, i suppose doing that's why we decided to produce our own app as well was because we didn't want to be in that whole other order form world with other roasters and other cafes and we were happy to sit alongside other other roasters I mean, it's, it's a small community but we really wanted to give our customers uh you know you know unique service something authentic yeah authentic yeah. marvel and we felt like we could do it yeah yeah you know, so the apps you know a lot of time goes in but you just 
work your notifications now. Yeah. <laughs> Does my head in. Think you broke it again? No, I certainly haven't broken it, but it's like selectively sending notifications to everyone, but you us in, our, in the room. <laughs> well, I've just had a thought about that, so we'll come back to it afterwards. Remind me. Yeah, let's not problem solve yeah, it on Just there. remind <laughs> me because I've I, I thought of something. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, and from my end, like that stuff's super, super smooth and. Um, it works. Works. Yeah. Works. We just found there's less errors too because you don't you're not transposing information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For just, sure. I think that solidifies the relationship as well. Like yeah. it, it builds a level of trust that my totally. order's coming. Yep. Like I don't have to worry about that shit. You know. Uh, how's your running going? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's like let's let's sweep all the yeah. all the mundane stuff yeah. aside because that's just sorted. Your, your favorite coffee since you've been doing Marvel straight? Ooh. Uh, there must be one there. It sticks uh, in your mind. Most recently, the Eden Vito is oh, like yeah. just time and time again. And it, I mean, maybe I'm, you know, my ears are more attuned to what people have to say about it. But I feel like every time it's on at the moment, people are just Blows like, up. what's this? Yeah. I'll take another. Yeah. Like, did you drink the other side of that? Because I want it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, I did that at, um, when I went to visit Laurie at Orwell's the other day. He's like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, what, what's on espresso? And he's like, Eden Vito. I'm like, cool, I'll have one of them. And make the other one into a milk coffee for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, so, uh, that, and then um, when we first opened to, uh, uh, what was it called? Was it Ethiopian or was it a... It was a Colombian. Alvier, uh, Alberto Alvier, Edmundo. Uh, Edmundo Alvier. Yeah. Alvier. Remember that? There you go. Wow. That was cool. That was a cool coffee. Yeah, Edmundo that. was tasty. So, Colombians. Hey? Yeah, yeah. Are you, so, 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 Columbia, Columbia or Kenya? <clears throat> yeah, I, I've, I've, Columbia. I've, I've typically been a. I've gone on the record to say if I can only drink one origin, I'd drink Kenyans. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, these days I'd, I'd be in the Colombian camp. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think Colombia is getting closer to Kenya as far as quality and and balance. Like, yeah. you know, there's probably less balance in a Kenyan coffee, but it has the yeah. intensity. Yeah, and Colombia just offers greater diversity too right which is which is the other thing going for it oh man that's exactly what we're saying around the cupping table this morning it's like you know you you look at our score sheets from this morning's cupping and it's like no one would believe that it's all one country yeah all one nation producing nation because it's such diverse flavor notes yeah all similar varieties yeah you know tokatura tokatura and columbia castillo yeah, you know, I think I think like subconsciously, I still have an aversion to always drinking coffee of the same origin. Yeah, because um, traditionally, you know, I want diversity through like visualizing it on a different place in a map, um, like continent to continent. Yeah. Um, so but this time of year, even you know, like I think you know, we had that discussion this morning. If you're drinking Africans right now, unless you somehow got the the roaster got them, like maybe out of the states or I don't know. But certainly, there's no. It's not in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're drinking Ethiopians and Kenyans, that's last. You just, yeah. you know, it should be on the Colombian bandwagon. I mean, really, it's Colombians or Brazils yeah. or maybe Bolivia, maybe Rwanda. Yeah. Uh, but we choose Colombia because, you know, it's tastes, such an amazing origin good. to celebrate. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, Colombia would feature, yeah, very highly in my my list of. Top coffees, for sure. Awesome. Mm. 
Mm. Also, was that uh, the El Sal that was like a... Maurizio Escalon? Yeah. That, that was, was something else, wasn't it? That was another one that we're like... Um, yeah, I, I, I remember this girl was at the bar, ordered an espresso, and then was like, I, I don't usually do this, and I'm usually like a one coffee a day, but like, tell me what this is, and I need another one. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and I it was, was like... It was like a dessert. It's like a, like a, like a chocolate ganache. Yeah. yeah you know, it was kind buttery. of like, it was kind of like a throwback to like double ristretto days where, you know, you, you would enjoy a syrupy short beverage, right? But yeah. That, but it's like the modern version of that, right? Yeah. Was, and I, like, I just kept like coming back to it. it was so smooth and I hate describing coffees as smooth smooth because it's so yeah. like kind smooth of and round early and town, like early 2000s like Ten. kind of you don't know what else to call yeah. a coffee right like yeah but i think that's called balanced yeah totally just, yeah. Ba- just yeah. a little and bit of everything just, in the right just, in the right proportions yeah uh yeah 100 percent agree it goes to all beautiful things basically mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. good coffees yeah it's great it was super citric up front as well i always remember that being like citrus and then buttery smooth and round and then mm. That was one of the, the other coffee, the other Central American coffee that was just different in the cupping bowl to what it was, espresso. Antonio Rodriguez. Yeah, that one and, and this one were just different. Maurizio Escalon. Yeah. Hopefully we get some diversity this year with you know, we're, those we're different gonna, we, yeah, we, We're trying. this week. Cool. Yeah. Mikey, I saw those emails flying out. <laughs> when? <laughs> when? <laughs> when are my Capital letters, coming? when? <laughs> I'm hungry (laughs) My knife and my fork My cupping spoon's banging on the table (laughs) Uh, Cool, awesome What what was before Buck Hamblin? What did you do? Where have you been? Uh, So um, So so when I was in year 10 in high school Our careers Like section of the high school Ran like a barista day That you could like have the day off school And go and learn how to like your that was your last day of school. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, look, so my, neither of my parents drink coffee, and I hated I hated the smell of coffee. I just kind of assumed like my parents, um, y- you know, opinion. They were and, right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but I took the day off school and uh, got some certificate. Like I think I might have made one coffee that day, um, and uh, I, but I got a certificate, so I passed the barista course. Um, and so in a day, in a, well, I think it was half. It was half weight person. Half barista. Awesome. That's um, such a good. That's such a good. Bang for buck. Awesome. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't pay. Um, so then, like that weekend, went around like the local shopping center with my certificate and landed a job. And whereabouts? Um, in uh, Westfield Miranda. The place is called uh, Piccolo, oh, I yeah? think, or Picasso. Is that the front? Out, out the front, of David out the Jones. Front. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, I th- I'm pretty sure that like. Paul Bassett had been there and done like a training course like the week before I got my job. Um, for some reason, I vaguely remember. Yeah, because yeah. because the like the manager was well, like, was oh, it, you know, was Paul- it two thousand and three? No, we were in two thousand and four. That was the that was the running joke because two thousand and three oh, was when Paul Bassett is everyone. Yeah, won, right. Won, so he was, yeah, he was a coffee celebrity back then. Yes. Um, so worked there and then um it was it was probably growing up cycling that kind of started my coffee drinking yeah um it it right that's probably how we we crossed paths because yeah. i would have been just yeah falling. i would have been up here actually 2003 yeah, right. four i would have been up in Byron. So. yeah yeah um and then um yeah kind of 
uh, started working in cafes and it was always just kind of a job on the side through high school. Uh, finished high school, didn't go to uni. Um, again, just kind of working cafes and a couple of random jobs. Um, and then um, landed a job at Whitehorse Coffee in Sutherland when it was just the espresso bar. Um, and well, that blew up in Sutherland, didn't it? I mean, you know, it yeah. was really like... Yeah. They brought coffee to the Sutherland the Shire. They really the, did, the yeah. There was Grind in Cronulla that was yeah. like an institution. Yeah. Uh, still is. Um, and uh, But yeah, prior to Whitehorse in Sutherland, it was... It was, it was just Grind. Pretty sparse in the Sutherland Shire. Um, so I started there and um, like started just as, yeah, another job to get by and have some money. Was and, it full-time? Um, it was, yeah, it was. Washing dishes so you was were, the kind of, you know, running coffees and cleaning tables and stuff. Um, Would have been a Robert and a Lydia classic. I'm pretty sure it still is, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, yeah, but I mean, to, to their credit, credit, and I'm sort of eternally grateful that um, Dom really spent a lot of, spent a lot of time with me. And um, I've never met anyone that works as relentlessly hard as those guys. And he'd come in on his day off, spend hours with me, show me how to make coffee, and awesome. Um, and well, that's, that's what is what's great about the coffee industry. Everyone's really. Yeah, it's good. Just good, good community. Yeah, mm. yeah. So he, he uh, so so I, I took to it. I really enjoyed it. Kind of worked really well with my mind. Um, and uh, you spent five years. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, start to finish. I think it was six years. But I lived in France for a year. Um, That's right. And uh, but came back to Whitehorse after that. You had a mate that opened a cafe in France. Was that yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was. Was that was it called Telescope? Was it uh, yeah. So I was in I was in Paris for a fascinating time for coffee. Um, there was a bunch of baristas um, who wanted to change the coffee scene, but none of them owned their own shops, so they were all working for other people in really kind of substandard establishments. Um, but instead, like so, instead of opening their shops um, and sort of trying to push the change in culture from there first, um, they started running like cuppings and latte out throwdowns. And the the two guys who headed it up, um, Toma and Dave, who now own Belleville, yeah, Coffee, Bellevue, uh, Belleville, Belleville, Belleville. Um, they own yeah. a couple of cafes, I think, and they yeah. roast now. Um, we're just well connected, and so having articles in the New York Times written about this coffee culture that was, you know, shifting Emerging. in 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 Paris. Yeah. Uh, so I was there for that. So right after I left and came back to Sydney, um, they started opening their own shops, and um, it's cool. I mean, yeah, there's there's plenty of places to get a decent um, decent brew in Paris these days, which is cool. But that would have been because of them, right? That was that was the oh, first. Absolutely, step. yeah. They they drove that for sure um who was the first person in australia to do so that? when was that um, 2009 yeah okay. that'd have been like mark probably would have been right would have been the who was the i don't know who was that person what to do like running cuppings and stuff for the public to come to no, no just that you just look at a timeline to see in australia who was the person that did it when you reflect back who was the person that did it first what you know, like Sig- Sigalo was yeah. back in 2000 and something early, uh, you know. I think Australia's just had such an espresso culture for such a long time. Yeah. Like, it ought to have morphed, it's right? It's just been a natural progression. Grinders, like, I don't you know, back in 2000, you know, like you know, there's Paul, Paul Jackson, who Dane's Coffee. Yeah, I mean, oh, my first m- memory of the coffee. Well, that would have been second wave, right? And being Gosh. interested in it was more mm. like, 
when Campos New Zealand opened. Well, not open, but just... Yeah, well, I suppose that was, that, was a pi- that was a pivotal... That was 2008. Pivotal time, right? Yeah. And like Scotty Callahan and That's those right. guys. That's mm. right. Scotty, was, Scotty he- Callahan dosing tools. Was he? Paul Bassett was before him though, right? Yeah. yeah. 2003. Yeah. It'd be interesting to do like a timeline of figures, people, to see, you know, because yeah. there's no clear line, right? It all kind of morphed. There's definitely a line for the second wave that would have been... The third wave that would have been Campos, I suppose, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So yeah, yeah you you were in, you you would have been there for that. I yeah. Mean, around the same time, right? Uh, yeah, for that. Yeah, for for um. Maybe least, maybe least, maybe it was Saint Ali, because Saint Ali used to own was owned by Mark Dunnan. Hmm. That's 2000 and, 2006. I'm pretty sure. It's about right. 2006. Anyway. Yeah. So, Whitehorse. Yeah, so Whitehorse. And so, um, while I was at Whitehorse, um, yeah, was lucky enough to um, work in the espresso bar, um, work in the roastery, um, kind of finished up sort of doing a whole bunch of sort of training development stuff, which was just, it was just the coolest job. Uh, I could just kind of, hang out in the roastery and work on recipes and um you know pushing what's next and training wholesale clients and in-house baristas and um uh but but when um while i was in that job um had this opportunity down in thoreau come up um where we were looking to move down there just to kind of um commute back and you had, um, you had your first kid too correct yeah, yeah. We we're living in a unit wanted some more space couldn't afford in sydney um and my, I've got family down there, so knew it. Um, and uh, it was a good move. Yeah, it's a great move. Uh, but yeah, this opportunity came up to to um, buy a house that had a shop out the front of it, um, and it was sort of yeah, the stars aligned. And um, I remember the bill processing being quite tediously. Oh, it's taxing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like we're, so we because it it's a heritage building as well, is it? Oh, it's not heritage, but uh, we're kind of in this situation where. The DA on the building had lapsed because there yeah. was no business because that had traded out of there for so long. Right. Um, and because we owned the owned the property and we're doing work to it, they wanted the whole building to meet current building code. Um, With the wooded building, it's that difficult. Yeah. So accessibility, fire rating, uh, like wheelchair accessibility, um, fire rating for a building that was largely built 60 years ago uh, was a punishment. Wow. I remember. <laughs> So, I mean, we'd, I'd renovated, like, half renovated a unit and was well aware of that idea that everything takes twice as long, costs twice as much. Um, and that was real, if not more so, for, yeah. for down in Thoreau. Um I can laugh about it now because... <laughs> but at the, the time, it was painful. <laughs> there were tears, yeah. yeah. Were tears. I think that's why the Instagram feed was sarcastic. Grown man, tears. <laughs> I know, seriously, yeah. No, that was my outlet. Yeah, it yeah. was, it um, was. You look back on those original photos, they're so, they're so funny. Yeah, yeah. When you're opening it, it's like this room with stud walls not lined and some wire hanging out of the roof. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, soon. <laughs> yeah, <not. laughs> yeah. Close today, guys. Yeah. Um, well you've done well like yeah. two years that's wow two thanks years. so much for your business yeah. amazing oh, thanks. it's been awesome yeah it's so how did you come across Marvel Street if you're working at Whitehorse like and then you open and you serve Marvel Street yeah so um, so there, I mean at the time it felt really unfortunate because there was an existing Whitehorse account in Thoreau. Um so literally across the road 
Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, and look, they're still there and they, they still do a really good job um, and their relationship's really good um, across the board with everyone. And so I'm, um, I'm, I'm happy that that's the, that's the case. Because um, I, I, the, initially when, the, when, the, when the, we found the property and it was for sale, uh, my wife, she, she was on the founder and said, hey, this is this is for sale we've got to do this this is your chance and i, I initially said no because i was like no nah, it's too close like i'm not going to step on people's toes like that yeah. i have a really good job the plan was to move down a commute right like yeah. that's 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 the plan um so it took about a week to come around um yeah, and then, but i think at, at a look if you zoom out from that now you you know i think you've added to the community yeah, positively yeah. there's more people you, know, yeah. you, you, you do it differently yep yep you know and you found your own little thing that you yeah. do so uh, i mean I, I don't see the inside of their business but it certainly seems as though there's there's room for everyone still yeah. to exist so yeah. um yeah so i mean so so basically my way forward was um i said to white horse is what of what's happened i'd love to use your coffee but i understand if it's too close and you know um so i'd i'd exp- i'd I'd drunk Marvel State, Marvel Street at Brooklyn's, uh, oh, yeah, right. the, the, kiosk the kiosk in Martin Place. Yeah. Cab and um, Joe. A couple of times. Yeah. And uh, PCP probably. And PCP. Um, and Bread and Circus too, actually. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was just then a case of, uh, okay, if not Whitehorse, then who? Um, and it, I think it was, it was probably a... a pendulum swing away from if i can't do white horse because it's across the road how far away can i go to find something that no one else is doing um so i mean co- coffee in thrills we, we, we probably only had like five accounts at that time anyway yeah we only got 10 i think i think bread and circus might have been the closest yeah. next account yeah. which is like yeah. um you know it's quite a distance away. yeah it is um it is so and I think we we ended up doing some events together. We did we served coffee at PCP. We did. That's right. We did some served some filter there for the morning. Yeah. And then we what else did we do? We did something else. Oh, we did the rootstock. Rootstock. That's we right. Rootstock together. That was fun. Yeah. So I, I actually um, once I'd left Whitehorse and this the build um, of my shop was take blowing out, taking longer than I expected. I, I worked for a little while at uh, Sample Coffee as well. That's right. Yeah. Um, just at the really? hole in the wall in uh, Surrey Hills. And I uh, had a great experience there um, and um, learned a lot very quickly just in, you know, I'd done six years at Whitehorse. So then I was, yeah, I think it was actually to my benefit to have worked in another shop then yep. just to kind of give me a different expect- yeah. perspective. On it was things. the other side, really. Yeah. You know, um, like samples pretty cutting edge as well yeah. at that time. Yeah. But yeah. he still is. Um, See, he sent me, he sent us a photo or a video of his new roaster, which is like a uh, this ball roaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you cool. see that? Yeah, I have. That's cool. It's madness. That's it's like so a, cool. looks like an old chocolate roaster. What a toy! I'm like that looks like fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I, I did a few sort of random filling shif- shifts at a bunch of other. Yeah, that's right. You were you, you were filling in. Yeah, which was kind of fun. Yeah, um, just a celebrity barista. Yeah, um, celebrity shifts, and. Uh, yeah, now I'm in, on lockdown in my own shop, <laughs> except for today. Fi- 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 figuring out the next move, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. How, the, how, you always, how that's going to work out. Yeah, you always got to kind of keep things fresh. You got to keep scratching the itch. Mm. I really think that's important. You know, I totally. think turning it over, changing it. Yep. You know, little things from, you know, how the menus appear to yep. how you serve the coffee, the vessels. Yeah. I think for most people in their, in their, in their life, monotony is a killer. Yeah. Um, so if, if you can fight the monotony... 
Yeah, you want to make so. you want to make it a pleasant habit. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, that's for sure. You want to make it an addictive, mm. pleasant habit. Mm. Um, so, how much uh, time are you on the machine? Uh, so, uh, initially, when I opened, um, and we were like, like silly busy, um, and I look, the stuff, the the shop wasn't running super efficiently, but I was running the shop with like six people on a weekday, and. Um, yeah, I was wow. I was sort of like just overseeing the shop at that point, just trying to it was busy. Make sure the cogs were turning. Yeah. And uh, look, I'm sure there's busier shops out there, but for me at least, it felt yeah. way busier than what I was ready to handle. Um, and so I didn't make coffee. I had a um, I was super lucky to have a, a young local guy who had a, a, f- a fair amount of coffee experience, but um, even more passion to learn and serve great coffee. Um, and he he gave me like. 18 months he's just finished up actually gave me 18 great months and um he was a solid rock of the business so he made coffee full-time for um the the first while and i do you know i put the odd shot on and like cover lunch breaks and stuff yeah days off um so but yeah for those first six months i really didn't do much coffee making um and these days i'm on the machine machine quite a lot um i run the shop with pretty lean staff i'm quite often there on my own um which uh, it's lonely at times, uh, but uh, I, I mean, I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Well, you, kind of, you know, if you do 100k runs, that's lonely, <laughs> right? So good training, isn't it? It's the solitude is something yeah, totally. addictive. I'm sure yeah, you yeah. you get along with the voice in your head past 50k. Or you fight with it. I had the nutbush stuck in my head. <laughs> oh, don't you hate those, those mantras? Oh, those man. mantras that just roll over oh. in your head. Yeah, but no, at the moment, I'm I'm making um, yeah making. Uh, a lot of coffee and I'm but thoroughly you enjoy enjoying it. it. It's, cool. it's awesome. uh, and and I think the, the the great thing about Marvel Street is that um, it's it's a rather than um, and I'm just kind of putting this together in my head right now. Rather than coffee being like a job, like in making the coffee and you know really working at it, um, I feel as though it's it's a with Marvel Street, it's a pleasure to serve the coffee and it's easy on our end. Um, so. Um, really enjoying it, right? Awesome, like, thank you. Yeah. That's yeah. unreal. Because that's that's what we tell people when, like, when we talk to someone. Like, you know, I've I've had this same conversation with three or four people in the last two weeks, uh, new accounts or whatever, and it's like that's exactly what I tell them. Cool. Right? I'm like, you know, we work really hard yeah. so you don't have to, so you can focus on your customers. Yeah. It's the real and, deal, and too, I kind guys. of feel like it's true. But it's been so long since I've been on your side of the yeah, yeah. trade. Like, uh, it's great so I'm, to hear. Um, the dial it is dead. I'm tra- <laughs> yeah, right. Like, but so I'm training two guys at the moment. Um, one of who has one of whom has a little bit of coffee experience, and one who has absolutely none. Um, both great guys. Both kind of super willing to learn and do a great job. Um, and uh, it's for the for the for the, the guy who's n- had no experience, kind of saying to him like, "Man, like this is about as good as it gets. Like, <laughs> uh, like this is real easy, man. Like, um, yeah. Like I, I hope one day he works with coffee that's not as easy, so he can look back on reflect. These yeah, days that was and good. Go, Whoa. Yeah. Um, and then, but and then you know, um, but it should be right. Yeah, and then, but it so be. then, like, we've got so much great gear and. You know the industry is so so. You know all the products that are out now. It should be easy. Yeah, and we're at a time where <clears throat> growers are just not there. A lot of them have caught on, but just everyone's catching on to like I need to produce quality, 
and I will get rewarded really well for it. Mm. And mm. and that if they do that, then it's a win for us. Yeah. And it, it makes it easier for us. Yeah, yeah. We have more selection than this. Yeah. You know, it feels good. Yeah. Tastes even better. <laughs> we know Caravella, our, our primary... Our primary supplier at the moment, uh, really, I mean, you know, the, they can get their farms to produce better coffee than we need. <laughs> so coffee quality is not a problem. They can produce better coffee. They can produce, you know, filter, they can get the whole farm to produce filter-grade coffee with zero waste, all of it, you know? So, you know, double A plus, you know, mm. double espresso, you know, espresso-grade plus, like single O espresso-grade. Wow. Grade, you know, and, and, yeah, like some of them are doing it without even trying. Like the yeah. coffee released this week. I love that story. Alberto, yeah. He he was like growing coffee, a bunch of other stuff. It was always commodity to him. And then Caravella must have got in contact with him saying, hey, you got a great farm or whatever. You know, how, what's your coffee like? He sent, delivered them 700 kilos. And I, I don't know what grade got, but he received a great price. So he's like, oh, focus on coffee I now. Yeah. <laughs> we bought it all. No, I'm, uh, that's... I think that's a bad cap. No, I'm um, talking it, about the coffee we released last week, Eliberto. Oh, Eliberto. I think it's about e- e- Eddie Air. Sorry. Yeah, but we bought all of Lewis, Louis. Eddie Air. And Mad Cap, yeah. Mad Cap in the States. Cool. But, you know, that, that, that's, a, you know, to give you an idea, like, like we're there. Like, the industry's there. We're yeah. just waiting for the yeah. consumers to catch up. Right, yeah. Literally waiting for the consumers to catch up. Yeah. Like, seriously, if you're drinking milk in your coffee and you're wondering... Uh, how to get healthier? I didn't want to say lose weight, but I'll say that as well. Or you just like you don't want the dairy. Like if you don't want the dairy and you don't want the fat, like you know you were trying to eliminate from your diet. Like black coffee is out of this world good. It really is. Like, it's like yeah. as good as tea. Like you know when you have an amazing cup of tea and it's like water and tea. You know it's that good. Mm-hmm. Better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Next One, level of excitement. Yeah, One hundred percent agree. You know it's like you don't need to drink. You just need water, great water, great coffee. We've got the great coffee. You, you organise the great water. I bring the water. <laughs> it's yeah. a party. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's 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 natural natural, natural sweetness is yeah, it's is there the winner. Yes, yeah, so I think we're, I think we're at a really unique time. You know, yeah, absolutely, yeah, uh, and 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 you're right. I think it's it's just uh, it's now the waiting game for the consumer to catch up. Um, because there's still a lot of rubbish out there, um, and I think people are still under the um, like coffee's so habitual in terms of people's daily routine. Yeah. So even Hard if to break some, that even if something's not as good as something it, it, else, if it, they're not ultimately one, ultimately it doesn't come down to coffee quality. It yeah. co- you know that's only thirty percent of the yeah. deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to uh, get the environment right and the parking out the front, yeah. the service and the yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Which I think you do really well, by the way. Thanks, Nico. Can't wait to visit again. <laughs> we should all go down. Yeah. Yeah. Love to. Let's go down and run a race. That wow. sounds like fun. Wow. You pick it. All right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Buy Mike, buy Mike some running shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me a head start. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> the underachiever just blow us out of the I water know, with right. a month's training. I've seen, right? these, I've seen these guys before. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for, thanks for just dropping everything and, and uh, coming in oh, and guys. doing this. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, pleasure. Thank and and, and I've said it twice before today, but thanks so much for your business and being part of the family. It feels good. Uh, Grab wisely. Cup, honestly. 
brew with confidence. Marvel Street Marvel Coffee. Street Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Awesome. Uh, Thanks. Thank you so much, bro. Pleasure.